when you respect yourself and when you practice self-love and you practice respecting yourself, you will eventually come to this place of understanding that off days are part of that journey. You're listening to the Self-Adore Podcast, hosted by Ellie Vannon and Clea Martin. Our mission is to inspire you to step into your magic and allow self-love to flow into your world. Our transition into becoming full-time entrepreneurs sparked our journey into a deeper practice of self-love. On this pod, we'll cover topics ranging from self-care, wellness, passion, mindfulness, and personal growth. We'll share our own experiences and bring on fabulous guests that will shift the conversation around self-love, making it feel more inviting and empowering. Stay tuned for a new episode each week that will inspire you to self-adore. Thanks for spending time with us. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Self-Adore podcast. I am so happy that you are here with me today and tuning in. Um, I'm so excited to chat with you. So this is a Friday, and if you typically listen to our episodes as they come live, you will know that this is a little bit different because all of our episodes always go live on Monday. But today is a bit of a different episode. Um, This Friday episode will take place of our usual Monday episode. So there will be an episode not this coming Monday, but the following. We, um, I'm basically going to put it live um, just a few days before. But that's because today, Friday, as you are listening to this episode is Clea's 27th birthday. So it's just me, Ellie. Hello, I'm by myself. This is a solo episode. And this episode is a special one because it is a bit of a celebration of Clea. She is such a wonderful person and what she shares with the Selfadore community and the Honey and Bee community and her friends and her family and just everybody in the world that she interacts with. She does so in such a beautiful, wonderful, loving way. And I really wanted to take a moment to share some things about her that are truly unique and special and some lessons, some self-love lessons that she has taught me this past year and lessons that I have also seen and observed her teach others this past year. So in honor of her birthday, I thought I would just share these relevant self-love lessons with all of you because self-adore is all about loving yourself in a very deep and respectful way and finding a deeper connection with yourself, truly stepping into your authentic light and really sparking that curiosity around what makes you feel your best. Self-adore is all about taking care of yourself in those new and exciting ways, like I mentioned, and it's really about having that grace and patience with yourself. Um, And of course, so much more. Self-love is such a journey for each and every person. And Kalea is such an advocate for self-love and truly 
the only thing that she wants in this world is for everybody to feel loved and to feel important and to know that they deserve happiness um, and love inside and out. So I'm going to share those lessons with you today. But before I do, I wanted to give a little bit of an update. So I am currently home on the East Coast right now, which is New Hampshire for me. Um, I am visiting my parents and just New Hampshire is so beautiful this time of year. It's kind of like this summer, this transition between summer and fall and the air is crisp and clean and um, just so, so peaceful. If you've never visited New Hampshire, I highly recommend it. Um, It truly just is a place to come and slow down. The lifestyle here is very different than um, Los Angeles or San Diego or anything on the West Coast really, or any city, I would say. Uh, It's a very small town, community living, and the little towns throughout the East Coast are just so charming and beautiful and there's art everywhere and fresh air and fresh flowers. Um, Clay was here with me actually for about a week and we went blueberry picking and we went on a hike and saw some beautiful mountains and views and I took her to the Vermont Country Store which is this uh, store in Vermont and it has like everything New England. So we sampled a bunch of cheddar cheese, which is pretty famous in Vermont. Um, Cleo was loving this like pretzel dip that tasted like lobster. She was so funny. Um, She tried everything. If you know anything about Cleo, she is a foodie, but she knows her food. She knows her flavors. So that was a ton of fun to do together. So yeah, I think her and I were planning to do a little bit more of an East Coast update together. So I'll save some details for that a little for a little bit later, another episode, another time. But more than anything, I just wanted to remind all of you that regardless of where you live, regardless of what you are doing or what you're up to, I'm just really inspired by the slow living pace here. And, you know, that's not for everybody, of course, and we don't all have tons of time to slow down but I want to remind us all that we do have a little bit of time to slow down and tune in and be more connected to your community and to just look up and see the sky and just appreciate the nature that is around you. I think that's something that we don't do every day or even often at all and so Yeah, as we kind of shift seasons here from summer to fall, just notice how that feels and notice the air around you and notice how the leaves might be changing or how the flowers are disappearing Um, and just have some gratitude for it because it's really cool when seasons change and it really gives us a chance for a fresh start, however that looks for you. Okay, so with that being said, these are the lessons that I wanted to share with you that Clea has taught me and many others this past year in her 26th year of life. So as she goes into being 27 and continues to change the world around her, I wanted her to be reminded that she is making such an impact in the world. And I also wanted all of you to hear these lessons because they truly embody self-adore. And I think everybody could learn from them. So here we go. 
The first lesson is have slow mornings. Clea is extremely good at this. She does not compromise her slow mornings. And I really admire this about her because the mornings are a chance for you to set up your entire day. And if you just blow through that or go kind of mindlessly through your morning or just pop out of bed and immediately jump into everything that you have to do, that reflects how your entire day is going to be. And um, this was a huge lesson for me because I used to do that. I, I used to have a job where I woke up and the very first thing I did was check my phone, check my email, and I jumped right in. Like literally I would jump into stuff even if I was still laying in bed. And regardless of kind of what job you have, I think a lot of people just do that. Like check their phone immediately, think of their to-do list, and kind of just jump into this like engage mode, um, almost like a fight or flight. And I think that that becomes habit and it becomes really unhealthy. But a huge part of self-love is taking the time to care for yourself and especially in the mornings. So whether that looks like for you getting fresh air, going on a walk, stretching, you know, even just reading, filling your mind with something that inspires you, um, whatever it is, maybe that's cooking yourself a breakfast or maybe that's calling a friend that makes you feel great, listening to a podcast, putting on some music. I think that all of those things are really important to do, especially in the morning. So set yourself up in the morning is the first lesson of self-love and let me know how that goes for you. Let Clea know how that goes for you. Um, if you need some support around that, we have a lot of ideas. So we definitely love our slow mornings now. I'm getting there. Um, Clea reminds me every morning about having a slow morning and slowing down um, and it truly sets up her day, which I just admire because that has shifted the way her self-love journey has gone. So yeah, anyways, with that um, kind of being said, this kind of moves into lesson number two, which is fuel your body and notice how you feel. So this lesson really comes from a place of understanding that loving yourself is on the inside and on the outside um, and respecting yourself is inward and outward. And when you are out of love with yourself, you're not slowing down and tuning in long enough to notice what you're filling your body with. And Clea is a huge advocate for this. She has really taught me and so many others of her friends and family members that fueling yourself with healthy, good food and prioritizing that is extremely important. Um, When you love yourself, you take the time to determine the foods that energize you and you commit to that and you commit to purchasing those things and making those meals for yourself. Um, And it doesn't have to be a long process. I think sometimes people think healthy food takes a long time, but that's not necessarily true. Um, And this is not to say that you can't enjoy junk food or anything like that. Clay and I both totally, totally do enjoy junk food and unhealthy eating. Sometimes we both practice intuitive eating, which is just essentially eating what feels right for you when it feels right. But of course, this comes with a lot of mindfulness. 
But fueling yourself really means prioritizing the things that do make you feel your best. And if you know that you're going to have a busy, stressful day, what kinds of foods can help balance that out? You're going to want to probably not have a ton of caffeine that might make you jittery. You're going to want to have balancing, calming foods, lots of greens, perhaps some energizing antioxidant filled berries like blueberries. So you want to just really take a moment to think about what your lifestyle is and how the foods that you're putting in your body influence that and affect that. Um, Healthy eating also really affects your skin or not eating healthy really affects your skin. So this has been such a journey that Clay and I have totally been on and she's reminded me of this over and over again. So what she's observed is that when she has too much sugar, her skin doesn't look as bright and as vibrant as she know it can be. And that is self-love and in of itself is taking the time to notice that like, Hey, I ate a bunch of sugar. Um, and I don't feel good and my skin doesn't look great because of that. So what can I do to adjust? So fuel yourself with the things that make you feel your best. Go to the grocery store, get those things. Clea will text me and literally remind me like, Hey, did you eat? And that will be my cue to go to the grocery store and I'm getting better, but I just really appreciate how she has so selflessly, you know, kind of also gently reminded me that fueling myself is important. So I hope that all of you can take the time to eat some healthy foods today. Okay. That kind of leads a little bit into lesson number three, which is drink less alcohol. So this is a subject that Clea and I are planning to do an entire episode on a little bit later. So I'm just going to touch briefly on this. But this lesson is something that Clea has inspired others this year, this past year to really be more mindful of. So Clea and I are what you would consider sober curious Um, and this has really changed her life and it's changed my life and it's been amazing to kind of have this experience with her. Um, Like I said, we're going to do a whole episode on this, but Clea has really stepped into the light and the bravery of eliminating alcohol from her life. And, you know, I want to be really cautious and mindful here because If you enjoy wine or alcohol occasionally or it's part of how you experience, you know, nights out, that's okay if you have a healthy relationship with it. But for Clea and I, it was a huge part of self-love was realizing that alcohol did not make us feel our best. And so it was really hard to take the time to honor that, but it was truly courageous and, um, and brave to kind of say, you know, this, this substance that is everywhere in the world and is like so hard to avoid, um, that, um, that we're going to cut it out and we're going to like try to feel, um, the best versions of ourselves um, because that is self-respect. So I would really just encourage you to consider how much you do drink. Can you maybe like say bye to, you know, one of those drinks or um, experience a little bit less? I think you might be surprised how great you feel um, from the inside out. Clearer skin, clearer head. There's so many benefits. Um, And I think that Clea has really showed other people this past year 
how that can look and how that can feel and how you can also have a ton of fun without having alcohol, like, you know, having kombucha or maybe like matcha or a yummy chai, like before you go out. So I think that's um, really fun as well. All right. So lesson number four that Clea has taught me so well and so many others. So if something does not make you happy, let it go. Clea is so unapologetic when it comes to letting stuff out of her life that does not fill her up. And I really, really admire this about her because it's so easy to sort of just not even take the time to let things go or think or like feel bad about it or kind of be nervous like what would happen what what would that person think um or like that I'm too scared to like let that go but what Clea is so brave about is she is so aware of what makes her happy and if it doesn't fully fill her up like it's gone it's out of her life and that is such a huge step in the self-love journey because huge sign of loving yourself is being brave enough to cut out the crap and to really know about yourself you kind of want to ask yourself like is it better to disappoint someone else who will probably get over it and be fine or is it better to disappoint yourself? And that is a really clarifying question. So if something doesn't fill you up, let it go. A friend, a job, where you live, a relationship, a food, whatever, like let it go. You only get a chance to experience life one time. I know that kind of sounds like dramatic and cheesy, but it's so true. Like why would you spend any days continuing to do the things that don't make you happy? And even if that's a hard decision to make at first, Clea has consistently reminded me and I will remind all of you that it will be better for it and it will be hard in the moment and it might be hard temporarily, but it will always be better. All right. Lesson number five, thanks to Miss Clea, you do not have to explain yourself. A huge sign of self-love and self-respect and of course self-adore is standing true in your light and standing up for yourself. You don't have to explain your actions, what you're up to, who you're hanging out with, or why you're doing it if it is the best thing for you. If you do not want to hang out with someone because you're tired or don't feel like it or you don't feel good and you made plans, you don't have to and you don't have to overcompensate and you don't have to apologize and you don't even have to really explain yourself. You can simply say, that's not going to work for me today. Like, I'll see you soon. And I think that this is a huge, huge lesson that Clea has taught me that has really changed my life. Um, And I would really encourage all of you to also take the time to kind of think about like, okay, where do I explain myself in life? Like, am I overcompensating, explaining myself and my actions to my boss? Like, do I do that? And if you do, How can you kind of flip that script and how can you sort of shift that dialogue um, 
And, or if you feel like you're explaining yourself and then apologizing, you know, a quick way that you can kind of flip that dialogue is say, instead of, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't do that. You know, I'll, I'll catch up with you later. Say, thanks for understanding. I don't feel great. I'll see you later. So, um, yeah, I, so I think that's really the, what I wanted to say there. Um, you don't need to explain, you don't need to justify your actions. And I think so many people live in a way that is based on what they think someone else will say or what they think someone else will, how someone else will react. Um, I know at least for me, there was times in my life where I literally wouldn't do something because of what I thought someone else would think. And I, and I'm pretty sure we've all been there at one point or another, but I remember I didn't join certain clubs in college because I was like, what would that person think? That's like so lame. Or I didn't start my blog for a long time because I was like, what would that person think? How am I going to explain that to everybody? And what Clea always says is that if you want to make a big change, the people around you will understand. And if they don't, maybe it's time for you to take a break from them. All right, number six, here we go. It's okay to have an off day. So Kalea is so good at reminding me of this and I've so consistently seen her remind other people of this as well. It's okay to not feel good and it's okay to kind of like feel like a piece of trash and feel like crap and feel like super low. That's literally part of life and you don't even have to like talk about it or explain it or I mean talk about it of course if it makes you feel better but you don't need to like explain why you're having a bad day which is kind of what the previous lesson was about. So Clay and I both really struggle with anxiety um, but we have done a lot of things to really manage it and kind of help navigate it and Clay has always reminded me that anxiety does not determine who you are. Anxiety does not determine your productivity, your worth. And Clay is so good at realizing when she is having an off day and maybe when anxiety is getting the best of her. And that's really hard to do. It's hard to to realize like when it is kind of overcoming you. And she centers herself with fresh air, with yoga, like maybe a phone call with me or with a friend, her family. She has tea. CBD has been an awesome kind of new part of um, our relationship with managing anxiety. And she just knows the things that make her feel her best. So it's okay to not have an off day. Self-love is understanding yourself well enough to realize that those off days don't determine who you are and um, they don't dictate the course of your life. Um, So when you respect yourself and when you practice self-love and you practice respecting yourself, you will eventually come to this place of understanding that off days are part of that journey. Number seven is forgive yourself. This past year, I have seen Clea be there for so many people who feel like they have made a mistake or feel that they're unworthy or that their past defines them or defines their future. 
And she just so gently reminds others that the only way to move forward and become a better version of yourself is to practice this self-forgiveness. We are not who we were a year ago. We are always changing. Mistakes make us better. You learn from those mistakes. You write down the lessons you've learned and you've moved forward. When you kind of live in this way of just consistently bringing yourself down, like I made that mistake and so then therefore I am incapable of X, Y, and Z. Or I was in this relationship once and I must be unlovable because they, you know, did this to me and made me feel horrible. Or one time I, you know, one time I, I made that horrible mistake and made that person feel really bad. And yeah, I messed up, but I am going to be better for it and forgive myself because everybody makes mistakes and that's part of life and that's part of the journey. And so on your self-love journey, it is so important to really figure out what's for, what forgiveness looks like for you. And forgiveness takes time and Clay has definitely reminded me of that. So as you're looking for ways to forgive yourself and move on, just remember that it does take time and it does take persistence, but forgiving yourself is a huge, huge sign of self-love. And I really hope that regardless of where you are in your life, you can work on forgiving yourself for whatever it is that is weighing you down. Okay, so I'm home with my pug right now, Pearl. She's like my childhood dog and she snores so loud and I need to go adjust her and move her. Hang on. Okay, we are back. Lesson number eight, continue to learn. Self-love is a journey, as we know, we say this all the time, (laughs) but continuing to learn along the self-love journey is extremely important. Clay is such an example of this. She is always researching things that she is passionate about and taking notes. Um, She's always searching things and to, to improve in business and finance and health and yoga and cooking and so much more. She has all these notes and Google Docs and she's always emailing me with what she finds and sharing her Google Docs. Oh my gosh, she's literally calling me. Clea, you're messing up your podcast. Let me call her back. Oh my God, she's so funny. She called me and she was like, I love you. I miss you. And in my head, I was like, do you know what I'm up to? I felt so secretive, but I think that she'll love this. Anyways, I don't remember where I was, but continue to learn along your self-love journey. I think having a curiosity for new things is a a sign of self-respect. Okay, number nine. Exude love outwards is a way of showing yourself that you are taking good care of yourself on the inside. So when you are truly living in love, that means you are filled up enough to give love to others. And to me, me, 
personally, I think that this is the biggest sign of self-love and that you are on a healthy self-love journey with yourself Um, because you truly cannot give exceptional love if you are not practicing it with yourself. And this is a lesson that Clea has taught me over and over and over again and continues to teach me. She is so beyond patient and kind and one of the, if not the most empathetic person that I know. She's so compassionate and encouraging to everybody around her. It's so easy for her to be kind and exude love. And that truly, truly is because she has taken her self-love journey to the next level and she has prioritized herself and taking care of herself. And I want to remind all of us that that is not selfish and that is truly something that will change your life. Caring for yourself in a deep, passionate way and falling in love with yourself and learning about yourself and taking good care of your body, your mind, your soul is so, so important. And because Clay is so capable of giving love and being patient and having compassion and being kind, I know that she is on a wonderful self-love journey. So the lesson here is to catch yourself. How are you speaking to others? How are you treating others? Um, Of course, we all have moments of being impatient or snappy or not showing empathy, et cetera. But how are you doing that on a daily basis? Are you impatient? Are you a snappy person? Are you being passive aggressive? Like hold yourself accountable and ask yourself those things. And if so, and if you think that you might be like that, then the problem is your own problem. It's not someone else's problem. And that truly is a sign that you have some self-love to work on. And that's okay. Like, that's okay. We've all been there. But how can you shift that? How can you work on being a little bit more loving towards yourself so that you can be there for someone else? Okay, number 10, this is the last self-love lesson that I have to share with all of you, is take a break. This is a huge one. And for me, I struggle so hard with taking breaks. I'm getting better at it, thanks to Clea and all of her reminders. But if you're someone like me, where you don't feel accomplished unless you are totally, completely like burnt out, like totally crispy and burnt, or if you don't feel accomplished, um, or, or I mean, if you just like keep pushing yourself to get more and more and more and more done, then you know like how draining it can be and how like emotionally and physically exhausted you can be with your work. So I have come a long way in that and I definitely take a lot more breaks now because of Clea, because I see how much more productive and smart and on top of it I can be if I do take a break. Clea takes breaks to refill herself and her energy. She's really good at knowing like, okay, my brain does not work past a certain time, so I'm going to stop working. 
And she doesn't compromise that. And that's really brave. And that is such a sign that you love yourself and that you care for yourself and what you need. Um, So regardless of your work, your lifestyle, we all need a break. We just do. So prioritize it. Um, for me, that's literally scheduling it into my calendar. Like I just redid my whole calendar and I literally put my breaks in the calendar because if they're not in there, I won't do them. So figure out what you need in order to take a break. If that means offloading some of your work so that you can take a break, do that. If that means putting it in your calendar or setting a timer or closing your computer, like do it. If you need someone to call you and be like, Hey, are you taking a break? Like figure it out, have an accountability partner. So when you take a break, you are showing yourself that you are caring for your mind and for your body. And that becomes habit and that becomes a sign of self-love and you're, you will thank yourself And it's kind of like giving yourself a hug. It's like saying, I care enough about you to put everything else on hold. And that is really, really important. Okay, I just thought of another one. Um, So I'm going to just do one more self-love lesson that Clay has taught me, um, which a little bit ties to taking a break. So this lesson is protect your energy. The issues of other people don't have to be your own issues. And I think that Clea is such an example of this because she finds such an amazing way to balance and support someone without absorbing all of their stuff. And that's really hard to do. Um, Clea and I are both empaths. And if you might be an empath too, or if you don't know what an empath is, it's pretty much somebody that not only has a tremendous amount of empathy, but feels other people's energy on an unparalleled level to the point of um, where it's like it, it could be exhausting and you, you sometimes can't really tell what you're feeling versus what someone else is feeling. It's really, really emotionally draining. And But the self-love lesson here is to protect your energy. So I think we talked about this on another podcast, but if you have to literally put up an energy shield, then do that. And what that means is that you actually visualize yourself holding a shield or for me, I visualize myself like in um, a light bubble. And I do this whenever I feel like I'm starting to absorb the energy of others or absorb the energy of the world and I'm starting to kind of get really weighed down by it. So when you can protect your own energy, you're showing yourself that you care about your own energy and that you care about healing yourself and taking care of yourself. And that's so self-respect. Like it doesn't get more self-respect than that when you can like protect your own self. Okay. Last one. I swear this is the last one. I could go on and on forever about the lessons that Clay has taught me and others, but here's the last one. Self-love is a relationship. So it is a relationship that you have with yourself. So sometimes I kind of observe self, observe self-love as like me and then my self-love. And when you kind of like look at those things 
separately, it almost becomes easier to kind of like take care of them and put them together, if that makes sense. So self-love is a relationship. It changes, it shifts, it's a journey. It changes with you. You change, self-love changes. Self-love changes, you change. And that's kind of the fun part. It's fluid. It will never be perfect, but just like learning anything new, It takes time. It takes commitment. And that's a huge thing that Clea has taught me and so many other people as well. So many of her friends this year is that you have to commit to yourself. You can't kind of just practice self-love like sort of occasionally. You have to commit to yourself and self-respect and self-adore every single day. Um, it's not going to always look great. Like sometimes you'll get to more self-loving things than others. Totally. But when you at least commit to trying and you commit to the practice, your world will change. Okay. So at the end of every episode, we always have a self-adore intention. So this week I wanted to share a self-adore intention for Clea. And then I'll share one for the Salvador community. But take with it what you need. You know, if clay is, is relevant to you, it can also be your intention. All right, so Clea, as you head into this wonderful year of being 27, my wish for you is to fully believe in everything that you deserve. Let go of any remaining self-doubt and work on shifting that dialogue every day. I wish for you to truly understand that the world is a better place with you in it. I wish that you live in this wonderful divine light that fills your soul. I wish for you to manifest the life that makes you the happiest. This is my wish and my intention for you on your birthday. XOXOXOXOXO. Okay, to my sweet self adore community, here is another intention for you. Channel your brightest light and pause for a moment of reflection. What is one single thing that you can do today to change your relationship with yourself and practice deeper self-love? Start with these lessons that I just chatted about. Start with one of them or a few of them and go from there. See how you feel. One thing today. Okay, so happy, 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 happy birthday to our dear, sweet Clea girl. I love you more than all the oat milk matcha lattes that we have ever, ever had and any that we will ever make in the future, which is a lot. I love you more than all the mistakes we have ever made together, and I love you more than all the shells in the sea. I hope you have a wonderful birthday You are such, such a light in my life and so many others' lives, and I love you endlessly. Hope you have the happiest birthday ever. The Salvador community is beyond lucky to have you in it, and we love you so, so much. So cheers with a nice cold glass of elderflower, passion fruit, watermelon mix, GT kombucha to a new year of being the sunshine rainbow glitter star that you are. Once again, XOXOXOXO. Happy birthday. Okay, I hope that you found this episode helpful. 
If you did, share these lessons with someone else. What did you take away from this episode? Let a friend know. Let a family member know. Let us know. We would love to hear from you. I would love to know which one of these wonderful lessons spoke to you or which one feels most relevant in your life. Thanks, Clea, for all these lessons that you've taught us over this past year and for sharing your light with us. So share this episode. If it was helpful, please take a minute to rate and review the podcast. That is the number one biggest way that you can support us. It truly means the world. We read every single review. We send them to our friends and our family and we always say like, oh my God, I can't believe this is what people say and thank you, thank you, thank you. So please rate and review this podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Self Adore Club. On Facebook, we are Self Adore. Feel free to email us any thoughts, questions, experiences. Let us know how you're doing. And that was Clea. She just texted me. (laughs) She's so funny. She's probably wondering like what the heck I'm up to. So I'm going to give her a call um, on the last day of her being 26 since tomorrow is her 27th birthday. And anyways, have a beautiful day, wonderful Salvador community. You are so loved. You are so important. And we will talk to you soon. Bye.